0: I'm driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's the lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have that white line fever to the day
1: Hey friends, this is Chapman Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministry, and I've got my partner with me.
2: Hi, my name is Fred Mooney, and I'm excited and honored to be here in the cab with Gary Rayburn. And we are going to have Church on the Road for you today, folks. So sit back,
1: listen, and enjoy our program. And if you'd like to get more copies, just give us a call
2: at 618-383-2107. Or log on to LonesomeRoad.org.
0: Stacks, my address is 408-414 Big Blue Mac Now it don't matter
1: is my life
2: and it's Fred Mooney's life. Hi, I'm excited to be with you here. We've got another great message from David Gibbs. Oh, I just love David Gibbs and I know
1: all of our listeners love David Gibbs too. And they also love Roger Barkley Jr. Oh yeah. And we've got some great music for you today by Roger Barkley Jr. off of his brand new CD Pray It Forward. And We're going to share one with you right now, and I just love this song. Uh, It's called, I Am a Poor Wayfaring Stranger. You ever heard that song, Fred?
2: Yes, I have. I've heard that done by a lot of people, and I think Roger does as good his job as anybody.
1: Yeah, everybody records that song. And you can hear all kinds of different versions of that. Joe Arview does a version that I just love. And uh, like you said, Roger Barkley Jr. does a version that is just as good as anybody's. So check out this song right here, and you'll agree with us. It's Poor Wayfaring Stranger.
3: I am a poor. traveling through this world of woe, there's no sickness no toll no danger in that bright world to which I go I no dark clouds Will gather round me. I know my way is rough and steep. The golden fields lie out before me. Where God's redeem shall ever sleep. I'm going there to see my Father.
1: Roger Barclay Jr.'s Wayfaring Stranger. I just love that song, and I love the way Roger done it. And there's another song that I really like from Roger Barclay Jr., and this is a song called uh, Lonesome Valley, and it's got this little, I don't know what he's it's got. It's
2: actually called a Jews harp. A Jews Harp. I
1: just love the way that sounds on there. Yeah, it goes Boing. Yeah, boing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just love that sound that Roger's come up with, a Jew's harp. Yeah. Wow. It's a very dangerous instrument. You can knock your teeth out with it if you ain't careful.
1: <laughs> really? Okay. Well, I've been with uh, Roger Barkley Jr. Up in, uh, up in Indiana and Michigan, and we've uh, been up there the last couple years, and uh, we're going back this year. So I just love these guys, uh, Roger and his uh, redemption band, his family they are some great people and he's got all kinds of instruments harmonicas and oh yeah and all kinds of different things yeah. that he uses and he is very very talented multi-talented guy and what a wonderful guy he is i mean i just love him and i think you're gonna love this song with the what's that thing called it's called a jew's Oh uh, all right here's uh roger barkley jr lonesome valley
3: in a lonesome valley, the mountain looks so tall, and in a lonesome valley, to my Savior I call, and Jesus hears my cry. go through, Satan uses those tough times to try to get to you, but our protector is there to show you that he cares, and in your lonesome valley, that's just what you do. Down in a lonesome valley, the mountain looks so tall And in a lonesome valley, to my savior I call After all Get on your knees And pray, Father, forgive Let him take your hand And show you how to live He'll take you in his arms And protect you from all harm And in your lonesome valley, shelter he will give. Down in a lonesome valley, the mountain looks so tall. And in a lonesome valley, to my Savior I call. Jesus hears my cry.
2: going to do this next song by roger bartley jr it's called pray it forward you know there's a there's a new phrase out now become popular in the last few years it's called pay it forward yeah but i'd much rather have somebody pray it forward ain't
1: that the truth and this is a great song by roger and he wrote this song and uh i'll tell you this message by david gibbs talking about prayer and boy, I tell you, prayer is the most important weapon we have. So let's listen to Roger Barclay Jr.'s Pray It Forward.
3: Just basking in his word Listening to the treasures Through my spirit feels so stirred Then I feel blessed that my requests Are lifted out of this world Like I'm on a ship Those burdens I've kept It's gone, I sing my song and I am on my way I feel refreshed and oh so blessed
1: better get into david gibbs's message he's got a great message here and i tell you this is one powerful little uh message right here on prayer
2: i think it's awesome uh it even talks about when the president of the united states called for a day of prayer yeah
1: so here's uh dr david gibbs
4: number of years ago man wrote an article about us that was horrible wasn't bad it was horrible he never talked to us what was in the article was untrue in the hyper extreme he confused us with some other groups but he wrote about us blasted us and sent it everywhere suddenly i'm getting all these calls this isn't true is i said no that's not true of course not and i got mad I got royally ticked off. How many of you ever gotten royally ticked off? And I decided to get even. How many of y'all ever decided to? I mean, I'm. You want to play word games? Well, here we go. And I said, I'm going to make this guy regret the day he was born. And I came up with a neat idea. I said, You want to play word games? Well, I'm going to do some word games. I am going to sue you every day for something different for 30 straight days. I am going to give you so much legal lice, you're never going to stop itching. Your lawyers are going to be your best friends. They'll be on your Christmas card list. I'm going to fix you good. And I felt great. Then I called all the lawyers in our ministry and I said, I want you all to get together. I'm back in town Monday morning. I said, we are going to meet at 1 o'clock, and here's my idea, and I want your... I said, anything you can think of to deck this guy, I said, I want you to put your imaginations into hyperdrive. And I'm telling you, I felt wonderful. I came back into town, walked into my office, ran into my secretary, Mrs. Block. She's now in heaven. And she said, oh, Brother Gibbs, I saw the article. I said, yeah. She said, that's all untrue. I said, yeah, I know. She said, well, I know what you're going to do. I said, yeah, I'm going to sue him 30 days in a row. And I got the lawyer. I said, we're going to make this guy. Oh, we are going to make him. It's going to be good, surely. And she looked at me and she said, no. You're not going to do that. You're a Christian. She said, you're going to love him and bless him and do good to him, aren't you? And I said, yeah. Right after I get even. You see, that's the devil's trap. We want to do that after. like Abigail to David Mrs. Block said Brother Gibbs takes a lifetime to get a good name takes one day to trade it away don't do it she said promise me you're going to bless him and do good to him and love him and I'm looking at Shirley and I'm thinking Lord I don't need a Christian secretary right now. I just don't. But Shirley had some Italian. She's from West Virginia, but she had Italian. And when she wanted you to say something, she'd go like this. And she'd say, say yes. And I'm like, leave. She said, promise me you're going to do that. And I said, okay, Shirley, I promise She said, well, I knew you'd want to tell him you love him, so I've called him and he's on line five. (laughs) And boy, I looked over and that little light's just going like this. And she said, Brother Gibbs, if you wait, you won't do it. She said, <laughs> she punched the button, handed me the phone. And I said, hello, and the guy exploded. He swore at me. I was supposed to be a Christian. Swore at me. Blank, blank, blank. Why did you call me? And he's screaming so loud. Shirley Stannis, she didn't hear it. She said, Tell him you love him. I'm like, you tell him I love him. I said, I called to tell you I love you. He exploded. Oh my goodness, did he swear vulgar? Well blank. that's not why you called. You called the cast. Called the fire on my head. That's why you called. And you know what hit my mind? I said, you know, if I'd have thought of that, I'd have put it on the list. She said, tell him you want to do him good. Absent God's power, you can't do it. I said, I called to tell you I want to do you good. I said, I don't care what it is, but if it's in my power, I want to do it. He said, you don't mean that. I said, let me tell you something, I'm worse than you. I said, you hurt me really bad. You smeared my name. But I intended to destroy you. I'm not as good a man as you are. But God put a Christian secretary in my path this morning. And I do want to do you good. Are you ready to be God's man? At home? on the job, with others, and with an enemy. In the early 1900s, an event happened that I close with. Alaska has very cold winters, if you've ever been up there. I mean, last time I was, uh, a year or two years ago, I guess, in Fairbanks, the dead of winter, it's 40 below. And they just accept these cold temperatures. Well, in 1927, they had the worst winter on record. Storm after storm came off the Bering Sea and it buried them in record snowfalls where they normally have snowfalls in the mountains of 20, 30 feet, that 100 feet. Temperatures plunged 60, 70 below. And all of that's just of interest except for what happened. There's Anchorage down near the bottom and Nome is a thousand miles north. And to get from Anchorage to Nome, you got across two mountain ranges, one of which is the tallest mountain range in North America. All of the weather had closed in. There was a train tracks that would go between Anchorage and, and by train, it was a 10- to 12-day journey. But of course, snow has everything embedded. They have wires for the telegraph. And wonderfully, the wires, which normally break in the spring, had stayed encased and intact. So Nome could still communicate to the world by wireless, by wire. And a diphtheria outbreak, a deadly virulent kind, broke out in Nome. Now they have. A vaccine that's reasonably effective. But Nome has run out and the disease has now reached plague proportions. Nome telegraphs the world, we're dying. We're out of medicine. And of the people who get the disease in the kids, it's almost 100% fatal. And in the adults, it's 70 to 80 percent fatal. Pray for us. That got picked up by the wire services for the world. The President of the United States asked for a National Day of Prayer for Nome. He said, I don't know what we can do, but we need to pray. The Queen of England, unprecedented stood up and asked the entire English commonwealth around the world to pray for Nome, a city that's isolated and dying. Air is in its infancy. There's no way to fly up there because in these temperatures and these snowfalls, no airplane at that point can fly. There's no way to get there but a man by the name of Charlie Olson, who's a dog sled driver, a musher, got on the wire, and he started talking to other dog sled drivers. And he said, I know what I'm about to propose is utterly impossible. But he said, "Nome is totally out of medicine, and they're dying. And there's an almost unlimited supply in Anchorage, a thousand miles away. He said, now you don't have to tell me this is impossible because I'm the most experienced dog sled musher in the state and I know it's impossible. But he said, here's my thought. Could we load a dog sled full of the life-saving material? And could we try to go 20-mile legs? He said, I understand. The temperatures are prohibitive. And I understand we only have three hours of daylight each day. And I know we'll be running the mountains in the dark. He said, you don't have to scare me with the facts. I know the facts. But he said, people are praying. And when people pray, God does things. Everybody immediately came back and said, ridiculous, can't be done, never been done. But the mushers, who weren't known to be particularly spiritual people, took what he said, that's right, they're praying. And when people pray, God does stuff, let's do it. When the President of the United States heard of their valor and what they were going to try to do, he called for a second day of prayer. He said, Their chance of success is virtually zero, but let's pray. Queen of England broke silence again and asked the whole Commonwealth to pray for this effort. They loaded the dog sled with all the life saving stuff, and disaster struck. A storm came in, they didn't have satellites, couldn't tell when the stuff was coming. A storm came in, and it got worse than ever. And everybody said, it's, it's time to call it off. But the mushers said, no, it's always been impossible. Now it's just more impossible. <laughs> and people are praying. The sled left out, temperatures are dropping, and amazing. In three and a half days, running blind, they moved the material to within 67 and a half miles of Nome. Charlie Olson is running his leg. The man who conceived the whole thing. He used to hand it off to his dearest friend, Gunnar Kaysen. And when Charlie comes in, he said, Gunnar, what we've done is amazing, but it's over. He said, the temperatures are so cold, my dogs are frozen, harness. He said, their blood's jelling. I froze three in harness. He said, I'm so cold, I can't close my hands. It's amazing what we've done, but it's over. Gunner Kaysen said, No, Charlie, it's not over. They're still praying. He said, You can't go, Gunner. It's suicide. Out of all the legs you have the worst, you're going to be running along five, 7,000-foot drop-offs. And the snow is so piercing you can't see. You'll be running blind. He said, we'll never find you. Don't go. Don't do it. He said, no. Help me load. Charlie Olson said, Gunner, I beg you, you got one problem He said, Your lead dog is injured. And the lead dog in a dog team is everything. He said, You got a little black husky up there that's unproven, whose name is Balto. That dog will kill you. Don't you do it. He said, I'm already afraid. But they're praying. Help me load. Charlie Olson said he helped them load his sled but he begged them please don't go they embraced and he said Gunnar Casent got behind his sled and he said he said the, the bravest words he's ever heard a man say Belto That's what the musher says to lead on. No sooner did those words come out of his mouth than he said the most painful, icy blast came roaring through. And the dogs, instinctively to survive, started to curl in the snow. And he said, Gunner Case, and said, Balto, don't you look at the storm? Hup! Hear me! Hup! up, Hup! And he said, Balto stood up and looked back. He said, Balto, hop," And Balto started to pull. And because Balto pulled, the others pulled. He said he could only be seen as he went off, for he said maybe 20 feet. And then the snow obscured him. But he said his voice kept getting carried back by the wind. Hup! Hup! Hear me, hup! He said, then it began to fade. And he thought, I'll never see him again. He went in and wrote in a journal. He said, Gunnar Kaysen's the bravest man I ever met. And Gunnar Kaysen really believes God does stuff if people pray. Gunnar Kaysen miraculously ran his leg. His dog sled overturned twice. He broke ribs on both sides, broke bones in one arm, but he didn't stop. He made it to the next to the last outpost. When he got there, he encountered something he wasn't ready for. There were no lights on. There were no dogs in harness. Somebody was asleep. And I got the life-saving stuff. He knew to get the dogs up and get them fed and ready to pull could take an hour or two. And he made a decision. No one had run two legs, let alone the hardest two. But he's got the stuff that's got to get there. Belto! hup! Now, wait a minute, Gunnar, you did your part, buddy. Because somebody else is asleep at the switch. Come on, you did your part. Hup! hup. Gunnar Kaysen went 67 and a half miles all the way into Nome. When he came in, they said he was so froze he could hardly talk. His dogs could hardly move. Their blood had gelled. When they came up to him, they said he could only mumble two things. Good dogs. Good dogs. And isn't it something when people pray? He was so froze he couldn't walk. What he did went around the world. What he did is so envied today in Alaska that in the honor of what these men did they run a race called the Iditarod where under extremely controlled conditions they do this impossible race from Anchorage to Nome and one of the renowned Ironmen Men tried to do that race and he said an Ironman competition is a piece of cake compared to that They took Gunnar Kaysen to New York. They wanted to give him the first Congressional Medal of Honor ever given to a civilian. He refused. He said, give it to my dogs. He said, I was just along for the ride. The New York Times said, amazing, amazing. You go to New York today... Central Park, only one animal has a statue to himself. It's Balto. And you know what it says? When his master set up, he went. All the interviews, New York Times said, how'd you do it? He said, well, people were praying And they said, Was there anything else? He said, Yeah, there was one other thing. And they said, What? He said, My grandchildren are in Nome. And I got the hope. I had to get there. Can you hear the Lord? Don't look at the storm. We got the hope. When we pray, God does what only God can do. When you come off this mountain, the devil's going to do everything he can to drown out God's hub. God help us to be second mile. And by God's grace, by God's power. I hear you, Lord. Up. I'm ready to go. Father, thank you. Oh, my God. Your word calls us so clearly. And God at home, on the job, with others, with enemies, we want to hear heaven's up. Indeed, the hand of God moves when people pray.
3: Somebody's praying and I can feel it. Somebody's praying for me. Mighty hands are guiding me to protect me from what I can't see. Lord I Lord, I believe somebody's praying. Yeah shore. still I went on, cause there was someone who was down on their knees. And Lord, I thank you for those people praying all this time. praying I can feel it somebody's praying for me mighty hands are guiding me to protect me from what I can't see Lord I believe Lord, I believe somebody's praying for me. Somebody.
1: That's Roger Barkley Jr.'s Somebody's Praying, and we want our listeners to know that somebody is praying for them right
2: now. That's right. Here at Lonesome Road, we're praying for you. Yes, we are, and if you don't
1: know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, we want to pray with you right now.
2: We want you to say this little prayer with us, and it's what's in your heart that really counts. Dear Lord... Forgive me, I'm a sinner. Come into my heart and change my life. Help me to be the man that you want me to be.
3: on the news they say we gotta take in a more liberal view they say we gotta tolerate alternative ways then they turn around and tell our schools that our kids can't pray this whole world's gone crazy hey where's the christian Gotta watch what we say, cause we might offend Someone who worships Allah, or some idol in the sand We worry more about our politics, or the color of our skin Than we do about what's right, or how this all will end I just shake my head and What happened to the line between right and wrong? What happened to our faith that once made us strong? What happened to one nation under God? What happened to conviction? What happened to the preacher who will tell it like it is and say, I'll take you straight to hell That God can forgive What happened to the people Who will stand and say Hey, I'm a Christian We got churches on the TV Saying, come on in We welcome everybody, and it don't matter how you live We got people singing in the choir, that's never been saved We got people living right next door, who's never heard the way We're supposed to make a difference The line between right and wrong. What happened to a faith that once made us strong? What happened to one nation under God? What happened to conviction? What happened to the preacher who will tell it like it is? Say sin will take you straight to hell, but God did forgive what happened to the people who will stand and say, hey, I'm a Christian. The gospel truth. Will you draw the line with me between right and wrong? Will you stand up in faith and say, let the weak be strong? And say sin will take you straight to hell If God can forgive, will you say?
1: prayed this prayer with Fred, then all you got to do is give us a call and let us know because we want to help you. We want to send you a Bible. We want to send you CDs that will help you as you go through life out there on that old Lonesome Road. We want to walk this walk with you. So give us a call here at Lonesome Road Ministry at 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. And if you don't call us, then call somebody and tell them that you asked Jesus Christ into your heart and you are a Christian and you want to live for Jesus from this day forward.
2: And remember, Jesus loves you and And we we do do too.
1: We'll talk at you later.
3: To share what rejoicing there will be When the saints shall rise Handed for that Hour. through this pilgrim hand oh For my journey now i gotta make it to heaven somehow though the devil tips me and he tries to turn me around he has offered everything that's got name all the wealth i want and worldly fame if i could still i wouldn't take nothing for my journey now if i could still i wouldn't take nothing for my journey now
0: lonesome at the end of the road in my hand was a track the preacher had read his words still echoing in the back of my head i felt so ashamed when i thought of my past hey
1: drivers we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab. And you can contact us at 618-383-2107 or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web. You can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page. So check it out. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know.
0: and lonesome I've been lost, I left a lifetime of misery, at the foot of the tree. Those 18 wheels are rolling, down that old lonesome road. And I share the good news wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody what's happened to me How I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past But I called his name So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I'd been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree.